Hello. Welcome to What's the Tea? He's R to the Edgy. And she's Nick G. <laughs> you know what? Hit my theme music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it yeah. Hit it. This don't make no goddamn sense. This don't make no goddamn sense. This don't make no goddamn sense. This don't make no don't make no goddamn sense. Goddamn sense. Um. Okay. I'm gonna. I I talked about this on Twitter, and I just need people to understand that sometimes I just want to vent and get a complaint off. I don't want a solution. It's very. I just want to complain about something. Very Gemini. Listen, I want to complain about something that has already occurred <laughs> later <laughs> later when I feel like I want to be in a space to find a solution we can we can resource solutions, but currently, what I want to do is get my motherfucking complaint, which off. is what drives, <laughs> sometimes drives me fucking crazy because <laughs> because I, you want to fix because I want to fix everything because I have abandonment trauma. So I'm like, if I don't fix it, you're not gonna love me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is the thing. The thing about me is I communicate very well. So if I'm like friend, I need you to help me. Oh no, I'm that's a good the, listener. It just goes against yeah, my impulses. Right. No, but I will I will tell somebody when I need their help, like, can I bend your ear? Uh, I need to talk to you for a second. But this was a complaint. I don't go to the movies often because of uh, many things. Uh, COVID, mass shooters. Like, I just have not been comfortable. Girl, you worried about mass shooters. You need real. to move to a new country. Right. Listen, but at least in other places, you kind of can run and try to hide. In a movie theater, you are just fucking trapped, which is why it is a horrific crime. Oh, I did not even and, think about that. That is horrifying. And now you will every time. Every fucking time. I, I don't go. <laughs> and I feel like uh, I've seen time. more movies in the last, let's call it 12 months, um, than yeah. I have in a very long time. <laughs> After that Colorado shit, I just have not felt comfortable in a movie theater. So I don't go very often. Um, but And also, just another preface before I get to my rant. When I do go to the movies, I go in a city, not the suburbs. I I go to either D.C. or New York City. Yeah, which, oddly enough, the last couple of times I've gone to New York City, I've been like, I'm going to go to the movies in Times Square. In Why? Times Square? Because uh, that's where I was staying both times. I was like, you feeling um, mad invincible. Okay, so this is my complaint. Is it me? Or do the concessions take a long fucking time now? I mean, it's just scooping the popcorn into the Girl. motherfucking bag. Press the Girl. motherfucking icy machine and put that hoe in the cup and give it back to me, please. Girl. And listen, I'm not saying that your job is not valuable. Clearly it is because you're already fucking up my movie going experience before I even get in the theater. So obviously you have an important job. I'm already tired. Is it, is it that just in general, the labor, like I'm, I'm about to be real, uh, Kimberly Noel Kardashian. Does <laughs> not, no one want to work. Um, am I just old? Has it always been like this? The last couple of times I've been to the movies, I've been like late getting into my theater because the concession was so slow and neither system seems to be working. So they do the like, the person who takes your order also goes and gets the order, which I think is so fucking slow and awful. That doesn't make sense. And then there's like, 
the other system that I've seen where one person is running all the food while people are just bringing people up. So now you have a crowd of people waiting for their food because one person who has no fucking initiative, no get up and go, like they don't care about your life, your hunger, your thirst, none of it. No, my my great grandma used to say his get up and go and got up and went. It got up and went. And and like we're on a time crunch here. I understand for y'all it's just work, but for us the motherfucking movie's gonna start. And everybody's like, Well, you have twenty five minutes of previews. What if I wanna see What if I wanna watch the previews? Also the sooner you run the food the hello the the easier you're done. It's not like you're gonna try to run out the clock on people waiting for their popcorn or their hot dogs. Cause we're gonna wait and be mad and complain. And what if I want to get into the theater before the lights go off, so I'm not stumbling over people? Because if I trip and I uh, and I drop my popcorn, it's the Nick MC now, motherfucker. I own it. I'm airing this bitch out. <laughs> and also because I haven't really gone to the movies, and when I've gone, I've worn a mask. I don't really go to the concession stand, so it's only been a couple of times. So maybe I just have a very unique experience. But I do want to know. Uh, citizens of T-Town. Am I a boomer? Am I a Karen? Am I you are, Or you is it are, slow? You are Karen-esque, but what I will tell you is... Well, wait, wait. Pause, pause. I've never complained. Oh. Well, then, no, you're fine. I take my grievances to social media. <laughs> Being mad and seething about it is very... Actually, you're more of a millennial than anything else now. Yeah, I don't I don't actually give the people a hard time. Like that's very weird. The only thing I have done is been like, Hi, I ordered my pizza fifteen minutes ago. Do you know my flatbread? Do you know when when about I can expect to uh, get it? Hello, sir. I I've done just my flatbread about fifteen minutes ago. I'm waiting to go into my yes. cinema. <laughs> yeah. Um I was late for a, a meeting looking after it. Two times. Because there is a certain Safeway Starbucks. Oh my god! And you know, you just gave me California flashbacks. I'm like, is it the one in? Um, <laughs> because they never. No, it's the Safeway Starbucks near my place of employment. Oh, oh, girl! Why would you even go in there? <laughs> Don't do that. I didn't <laughs> go the other way. I didn't know. Now, now there's there's another. Now you star- know. Obviously, living in a metropolitan area, there are multiple Starbuckses within a stone throw. Of Bro, each don't other. go to that one ever again. And I was trying to go to that one because it was closer, and I'm all about efficiency, and I don't like to like pass a place to go somewhere else. But like, you know, go, go I, back, double back. <laughs> I have been ordering the same drink at Starbucks for conservatively a decade. So like, yeah. I know how long it takes. I know how what what buttons to press, how to enter it, because I've had to order it on my phone. I know what to call it. This Hello. lady was standing there looking at the computer like it was in a different language, and I was like, "Oh, it's a um, it's a this." Then I went shopping because I was in a Safeway, bought some food, checked out, and it still wasn't ready. Oh no! I was like, Joe Biden, would you like fuck? me to come back there and press the buttons? <laughs> Is four pumps of peppermint. Like, let's 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 right. figure this out. Wait, let me hear how gay your Starbucks order is. It's not that gay. Let's hear it. 
<laughs> now I feel suddenly very defensive. I want to know. Because I, I'm often accused of being the most gay of the group, and I just want to prove something right now. Well, I have I have two. So um, the understudy is... Yes, uh, which we love an understudy, girl. We love, we love an understudy. Um, is a caramel macchiato. Okay. Totally respectable. Probably like... But I asked for your drink order. I am getting there. <laughs> Um, it's a peppermint white mocha. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Not you calling me are you one of those in the video. Are you, wait, no, no, no. Are you one of those who will order it off um, season? Listen, every season is the season right. for peppermint. Because you know it's back there. You know it's oh, back yeah. there. No, I remember, I remember, so I started doing it, I think it was like 2012 or 2013, like truly a fucking decade. Um Ooh. And the white you triggered mocha, me with those years. I know, child. <laughs> child. We have come child. a long fucking way. Maybe. <laughs> From sharing bodies to sharing zip codes. <laughs> <laughs> Again. Um, because I just because the the white mocha is a little softer because like some the their mocha is like aggressive and it don't really play with the peppermint nicely. So I figured it out, and then I ordered it one time in January. And they're like, oh, yeah, we have peppermint. And then, like, three weeks later, I went to the same store. And they're like, oh, that's a holiday drink. And I was like, the fuck it ain't, bitch. Nah, I see a little it's, peppermint right it's there. It's back there. Right, it's back there, girl. Skeet that little syrup in that little cup. Thank you, <laughs> Melissa Beth. Uh, okay. What's you know, yours? What's yours? You still haven't told me your order. You told me what drink you order, but you haven't told me your order. Oh, that's usually it. You just get it you, off the rack? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no, I don't. Not I don't a, edit it. No. But then I made a homophobic assumption. You did. My you bad. fucking did. My bad. My bad. I was like, "Do you want to know the sandwich I get sometimes?" But I'm not usually like a breakfast person because I'm usually so anxious when I go to Starbucks. I can't eat. Right. Right. I bought the like double smoked bacon sandwich one time. I had a, a 10 a.m. meeting, and that shit she's, was still half eaten at 4 p.m. Right. <laughs> She's that girl. She is that girl. Um, I'm off bacon right now, so I am. I am a uh, impossible sandwich, no egg. Okay. And okay. Also, and also the um, spinach feta, egg white wrap. Oh, okay. She is one of one. I right have there. recently discovered the sausage potato like wrap situation. Oh, I don't know her. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it may have certainly more pork than sausage um i don't know yeah. if it has bacon too but um i oh, got it yeah, one time because uh i was in LaGuardia and it was the only thing they had and i was starving which i almost mm-hmm. never am and i was like right oh yeah. okay <laughs> what's this i uh you know this is going to lead to a larger discussion about boycotting and shit <laughs> but before we go there i don't really have a starbucks faithful i mean does that surprise you at all that I jump around? No, no, you are poly <laughs> deep through and through. <laughs> through and through. Um, I'll try something new. I'll try the little seasonal drinks. But if I'm like, I just want some coffee, I will get a um, soy or almond, mostly soy, cafe misto, decaf. Um, if I'm in the mood for caffeine, 
I will go half-calf on something, but it has been a long time since I ordered a fully caffeinated drink Let me from play this Starbucks. I also, video. Listen. <laughs> What'd you say? I, Queen. Queen. I'm also a peppermint mocha girl, See? but I look forward to it seasonally, like when the season changes. I'm like, oh, let me go get my first peppermint mocha. Also with the PSL, this, the moment it becomes readily available, Is it good? I'm in that hole. It's good to me. It's good to me. Maybe next, maybe next year will be the year I try it. You could go get one now. I can they get a PSL a little... in, in December? I believe so, because... Technically, it's not winter until the 21st of this month. So they probably should. I mean, I know they have already started the holiday. Oh, till the Black Equinox? But I'm, yes. But I'm sure they have PSL left. If not, go to Dunkin'. It's the same, because um, you know that the, the chemistry is, is off sometimes. Because I tried to get a peppermint I mean, thing at Dunkin' and I, I was no more good. It wasn't the same. In my opinion, pumpkin spice should be the same blend of seasons everywhere you go. All right, let me try. I don't want to order at Starbucks because I don't want it to show up in my thing to be like, hey, bitch, do you, right. you want this again? I got to go somewhere. Right. I got to <laughs> hit my sneaky link. Go cheat somewhere. <laughs> um, have you tried that matcha, matcha, matcha place or whatever? Yes, I love order? that place. Okay, the first time I ordered there in, um, what is the name of the little hall? a new Amtrak call. Oh, Moynihan. Moynihan. Uh, they, I asked for a non-dairy milk, and they definitely gave me they gave whole you cow cow's tea. milk. And I was on the train. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> on a three-hour tour. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, fuck that place. <laughs> Your stomach was like the beginning of Lose My Breath. Listen. <laughs> I do. So I, because I have made some mistakes in my life and call myself uh, fornicating with some vegans, um, mm. I have gotten familiar with oat milk. It's not bad. It's not I bad. I don't love it. But it is, I, I ordered... I did fuck around and order my Starbucks drink with oat milk one time, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'm going to die yeah. anyway. Like, <laughs> who cares? The thing about oat milk, I was buying an oat milk creamer for a while, and it just separates. It doesn't, I don't love it. Soy, I try to avoid because of the hormones right. and shit. So if, it, if they've got almond, uh, that's my non-dairy milk of choice. However, coconut is a great I mean coconut is that girl I mean but see this is the thing about coconut I feel the way about her that I feel about banana do I want a banana ever no do I eat them often yes because they're easy they come in a package you could throw it in something they're kind of durable a banana not you dragging me (laughs) I'm easy (laughs) the thing about bananas Like, my mom will make me a banana pudding with no banana in it because over time, that shit becomes slimy and starts to borderline on a texture that I can't fuck. And you do have a texture sensitivity. Yes. So, coconut for me, like, I have taken a bite of a piece of coconut and thought I might die. But toast it, put a sugar coating on it, 
we can talk. Sure, 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 sure. But I'm not doing like the coconut curries. Are you? I won't be doing any of that. Really? No, sir. I won't be doing any shaved coconut. I won't be doing coconut inside of cakes. German chocolate, girl. I'm listening. Oh no, to. ew. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, thank you. Next. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. So it's there's a very few occasions where in which I will enjoy some coconut. Yeah. No. I I mostly like it as as an accoutrement. Like I like coconut mm. milk in things. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Coconut water obviously is delicious. No, no, I would. I that feels like poison. <laughs> like I tasted it, and I was like, "This tastes like somebody already digested." It. Ew! 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 <laughs> ew! 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 But I could use it to make a smoothie because by the time you put everything else in it, hello, Miss Banana, <laughs> it tastes like other things. Not you coming after my faves. Well, okay, here's, here's the thing. This is the thing that I've learned uh, very recently had this light bulb moment about because sometimes I get very offended when somebody doesn't like something that I like. But the the thing is, I will not, I will no longer take the next step in judging people for liking things that I don't like. Oh, that's nice. I don't like bananas. I don't feel any way about you for liking bananas. But the story I will tell people is that you are... no. <laughs> Because you are a hateful homosexual. <laughs> this is number two. This is the second time I'm going to be homophobic. I know. I mean, let's. One more time. I got one more. Um, you have another time. <laughs> Listen, I'm an ally. And I'm sorry if anything that I said on this podcast offended you. Because I said it with my whole chest. Jesus Somebody said she said that shit with her Chase credit card voice. <laughs> um, so it's that time of the year mm-hmm. where Spotify tells you how many times you listen to Heated. You listen to the same song over and over. Um, so apparently, obviously, still no surprise. Five, six years, five years running. Alex Isley is still the person I've listened to the most. And she gave you new music this year, a so it wasn't different. like you were opening old wounds. You got that Ladera uh, EP, mm-hmm. uh, some some singles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I found out. I recommended her to some people. Ooh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, my number two song. <laughs> it's definitely a song I spent months crying to. Oh well. I was well, like, oh, I haven't heard that song in a couple. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Sometimes the doobies like that. I was like, that is the most Cancerian thing I have probably ever done in my entire life. It's yes. just wear myself out. So I you left. Yes. Yeah, so. I did because uh, that Joe Rogan shit left a bad taste in my mouth. I'm not again. I really forgot this about also, them. This also extends to this my personal boycotts. I have no qualms mm-hmm. with anyone who continues to go to Starbucks to wait. What does Starbucks uh, do? Whatever. They were supposedly on the list of like companies that supported Israel, but then I've seen conflicting information that they're actually not on the list. But like. Oh. I don't want to get into all that. Yeah. Uh, 
I have some personal boycotts. I don't, I no longer judge people who cross those lines. Like somebody was like, oh, I don't want to get into an argument and brought up Chick-fil-A. I was like, oh, first of all, we will never argue, especially about food. I don't purchase the homophobic chicken, but I don't have a problem with you purchasing the homophobic chicken. And if somebody else bought it, I would eat it. I just don't buy it myself. Right. I I was excited about it for a long time. And then living close to it, it kind of just, I was like, oh, it's kind of mid. Like if I don't eat these waffle fries before I get home and I have like a seven minute drive home from the Chick-fil-A, they weren't good. And like, I would rather have a biscuit from Bojangles and like, I would rather have any number of chicken. Now that the chicken sandwich market has, you know. Really exploded. Diversified. (laughs) I don't really need that place. We're not fighting over the Popeye sandwiches anymore. Like we have really, right. we've 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 come back from the bad place. Yeah. So you could eat that chicken. I don't have a problem with you eating that chicken. I'm just not going to buy it. Uh, what is interesting is, so I at Apple Music did sort of a rap. It's called Replay. That's the other thing too. Another one of my little faux cots. Shout out to Rod and Karen. Um, <laughs> the black the black female intern who created Spotify rap never really got her due for that. So that's the other thing. Oh, wait, what, what, what happened? It was years and years and years ago. It was her like intern project that she submitted and they never gave her like money, credit, nothing. I mean, as Spotify is want to do, (laughs) they're not paying people properly for their work. Well, damn. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when the Joe Rogan shit happened, they, like, doubled down on it. Joni Mitchell left. I just stopped giving them people my money. I will very rarely throw on the Spotify web player mm-hmm. if my phone is charging or I just don't feel like going to find my phone. But mm-hmm. I don't think I've listened enough to chart. I mean, I'm sure they could make a chart out of the few hours I listened to, but it wouldn't be accurate. So, um, Apple Music did Replay 2023. Uh, my top artist was Beyonce, obviously, but my top album came out in 2022, and well, SOS it? by One Silver was I still my number one played album. Still <laughs> haven't listened to that all the way through. You are not a good person. <laughs> Solana gave and gave. Is that her name? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Which know you would know if you listen to the album. Wow. Okay. Okay. So her grandmother be on there like judging Solana, people. Solana, I haven't judged you yet. I'm still saying factual things. Uh, Solana Imani Rowe. The oh, thing about that's a beautiful name, isn't it? For a beautiful girl. Uh, the thing about the album is it is long. So I understand at first glance why you would be like, girl, I don't have time. For I this. just heard it. I just, I saw the track listing. It was like 55 songs, but they were all like 30 seconds long. Yeah, there's not really a song longer than about three. Oh, Gone Girl is four minutes and five seconds long. Um, It is, you know, 2023 was the year that I ushered in my era of toxicity. Mm-hmm. And this was a great soundtrack for it. Honestly. Really? 
Kill Bill is a great little ditty about committing homicide, double homicide. I have heard I have heard that song and I do enjoy it. I'm sure you've heard Snooze. Uh, I can't lose when I'm with you. How can I snooze in some of the ooh, uh, I don't know that one. I know you've heard Nobody Gets Me. Yes. Somebody um that I yes. met uh played. F to F is my jam. So the album oh maybe this is unintentionally about to become this. So the album, the back half of it takes a turn that becomes very pop kind of and i fucking love it like um there's still some definitely some r&b stuff sprinkled in there Mm -hmm. but nobody gets me um f2f uh it's it's definitely like definitely giving um what i imagine taylor swift sounds like I don't even fucking know. I've tried. She's not for me. Uh, Love language is great. Shirt is great. I hate you. Like, there's really, I would not say that there's no skips because there's obviously so many fucking songs, but I don't ever recall jumping through this album, but I have listened to it in, in parts. Like, to me, I would say Seek and Destroy is about the middle of it. And then you've got like, wait, is this, this doesn't feel like this track listing is in order. You know, I'm um, partial. Uh You know, one of the many things I've learned from past relationships is you have to take something good away from each one. And I dated a composer and he, he imparted on me. I really, really forgot about that. Girl, girl, right? Uh, he said that you should always listen to an album in the order that it is sequenced because it's the way that the artist intended for you to hear it. Um, and so now that is what I do. I do not shuffle. And then Adele, Adele thought to have Spotify move that shuffle option because it was so prominent that people thought they were pushing play, but they were pushing shuffle. This girl I worked with was listening to Hamilton on shuffle for like, 18 months. I'm that girl. is wild. Right? Okay, so I think, yeah, so so F2F is track 13 of 23. And then it gets, this is the second half of, of, the, of the album to me, which is great too, but you could almost split it into two projects. If you haven't heard it yet, um, I, as a, uh, uh, Gen Xer. My policy used to be I have to like three songs on mm-hmm. the album in order to purchase the physical media. This I could give you at least six that I would have bought it. Oh wow! Okay. By. Yeah. And that big boy song is not on this album. It was only created for a sketch on Saturday Night Live. Oh, I thought that was a real song. Mm-mm. Anyway. What's the tea hole? Um, so these ladies are. Oh, I also, I also Uh welcome. Sorry, I also welcome Janelle Monae into my ears for the first time in my life. And the Age of Pleasure, it it was a wonderful little treat. I listened to to the fuck out of Harry's house this year, which to me is like the biggest surprise of (laughs) all. Let me tell you, 
every year when someone beats Beyonce, I go listen to their album because I want to motherfucking know. And this was like the Wait, only Wait, you listen to one. Beck? I sure fucking did. I sure the fuck did. Wait, you listen to I Taylor Swift? Listen... No. Wait, Midnight? No. Which one did she beat Beyonce for? Oh, that year? No, that was way before. I, <laughs> I was like, you did? No, girl, because I just started to become, I just was jumped into a beehive for self-titled. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like, I don't know one direction, two directions. I don't know this man. I don't know her. I fully forgot that I, he was in that band. That's why I was like, what does One Direction have to do? Why is One I'm Direction in it? I'm surprised that I know. How about that? Um, was he? Yes. No, I feel like that's wrong. No, you, you um, are correct. And, so, and because of how much I loved Renaissance, I was like, let me hear the motherfucker that beat her. And it's a great album. Do I think it's better than Renaissance? No. 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 There is li- no. There is but, no way. But it's a wonderful album, front to back. What to back. What did you enjoy most about the House of Harold? Um, I had been because Harry now Sons, I'm, if uh, you will. Yes, I no, not even. <laughs> um, because I'm a TikTok auntie. I uh, hear most things first on TikTok, and there was this slowed down vibey version of as it was so i was going to the album to hear that and did not expect the album version of the song and i actually like it you know i i took a hard break me and pop music kind of parted ways at the turn of the millennium Mm -hmm. so i have not really been on top of what's happening in pop music and i and i don't mean music from any genre that has become popular what do you mean? How do you define pop I mean, music? I mean pop music like this. How would you I would I don't even yeah. yeah, I don't know that so like I don't think that Taylor Swift is pop all the time. I think she's a, a an artist who sometimes makes pop albums is my but from what I understand of her, she is um like more of a country. She started as a country. Yeah, she she fashion she fashions herself, I think, as a person who like is not an initiated Swifty, but has certainly over the last twelve months or so heard more of her music than I have since. Yeah, fashions herself very so, much in the lineage of Joni Mitchell. That like in the sort of sing, I I said, fashions herself. Oh yeah, I said. Fashions herself in the lineage. I did not say she is the second coming of Joni Mitchell. What I mean by that. No, do you, does this woman call herself that or is that you calling her that? No, that's me as a person who deeply loves Joni Mitchell and like understands. No, because if you deeply love Joni Mitchell, you're not comparing her. I'm not, I'm not comparing. I'm saying I think, I think Taylor thinks about herself as a female singer songwriter who plays okay. guitar, who, like, follows okay. in that legacy. I think, yeah, yeah no, Joni, vocally, lyrically, it's different. Um, okay. It's, it's not, it is soundly not the same. It's, except the fact okay. that they have hair, two eyes, and play guitar. I will say, though, that, like, I don't 
find her to be a prolific songwriter, but I'm not necessarily taking away that she is a good songwriter. She, I just she, don't find she her has to be prolific. Some, she has like there are some there are some images, there are some lyrics. I'm like, oh, that's that's a beautiful lyric. That's what I've heard. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Um, but now, child, why? How I get all the way over here talking about this lady? You love to to defend her. <laughs> that is not true. Oh, oh, pop. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, it, it. I haven't really like done a deep dive into like the the origin of that lady. Um, yeah, but, I know she used to make what I thought was country music. Yeah, I think. I mean, like "You Belong with Me" feels like a country song. Yeah, or like folk ish. Which is why I said the Joni thing. Um, but I don't really call Joni a folk singer. Yes, yes. Okay, yes. But yes. I think... But she there's, definitely began as that. Yeah, but also I think it's like partially where yeah, monoculture exists now. There was no way, even if even if I, my hypothesis is because of the sort of power and pervasity of whiteness... And the mm-hmm. whole narrative around that award show, I think even mm-hmm. if she was making like drill, um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like EDM, no. like something like deeply, deeply niche, I think people would still yeah. flock to it. And that is what makes yeah. her a pop star. You know what's interesting? People <laughs> Taylor uh, Swift making the drill that... album would be fucking bananas. <laughs> I don't even know if I know what drill is, to be honest. Um, to me, what is interesting is that people thought her collab with Ice Spice was like just a commercial money grab. And I kind of feel like they are a very similar artist. Like I'm going to sound do very I think, old. I know what that lady looks like, but I cannot tell you. You've one. never heard her music. I'll say this. She a baddie. She's showing her panties. Not a Pulitzer Prize lyric. But when I tell you I'm in the mirror, she a baddie, she's showing her panties. Like, she, like, so I think the most uh-huh. popular thing Okay, so you're her, saying it has an effect on you? Yeah, I think the most popular thing of hers that I feel like you need to hear is her voice, her, her uh, verse on Boys a Liar, the Pink Panthers. Okay. You've not heard that? Nicole. He said, I'm good enough. Grab my umbrella. Thinking about things that I shouldn't have. Nicole. Like, that boy is a cat. Wait. Let me. Oh, friend, you don't know that boy's a liar? <gasps> Wait, is she the one who says, uh, much? Yeah. Okay. You okay. thought it was filling you? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have not heard that entire recording. I am loath to call it the four-letter word that starts with S and rhymes with wrong. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> I have not heard that recording in its entirety, yeah. but, like, I have seen TikTok videos. Yeah. Um, just what I mean to say is the girls who get her, get her. And I feel the, the same way about Taylor Swift. Like, there's the girls who love her, love her down. Mm-hmm. And the munchkins or whatever Wait, they're called. Wait, I'm sorry. Munchkins? <laughs> Like Dunkin' Donuts? I don't know. That's well. They, she had a little collab with Dunkin' Donuts, so I don't know. Wow. Um. Yeah, I'm just very proud of myself for my ability to roll my R's on. <laughs> I mean, tr- like, <laughs> listen, a very long time. Growth, you know. <laughs> listen, 
Um, the thing about Ice Spice is, though, she's not gone through the type of artist development as Taylor. She's like a, you know, people will say her rap is simple and anybody could write it. And I would challenge you to try. Hmm. Just try. Because I, I be in my living room trying to freestyle like Ice Spice and it sounds ridiculous. <laughs> But I'm close. Uh, she's the next impression that I'm working towards. The way that I had Elizabeth, I'm getting. I'm gonna get Isis. Okay, where her name is Isis. I think so. <laughs> Lord have mercy. That boy's a liar. Um. Okay. Harry Styles. We was talking about Harry Styles. Oh, pop music. Uh, pop music. Uh, Wikipedia tells us it's a genre genre of popular music that originated in its modern form from the mid-1950s in the United States and the UK. In my definition, it is catchy, uh, repeatable chorus, four on the four, danceable pop is is mine. Now there is top 40. Ah, ah, okay, okay. And you're you're making a distinction betwixt the two. I I am, because I do think that sometimes, and I think that this is a valid definition, songs that are popular, people classify as pop music. But I believe that sometimes a rap song becomes popular. And I don't necessarily think that that makes that rap song pop. Like the criticism that people used to give to MC Hammer. He makes hip hop. No, he makes extremely catchy rap music that has crossed over but if you're but if it's extremely catchy wouldn't it by your by your definition be pop no because my definition also included four on the four a sonic okay so there's also a sonic yeah. classification to how a song is engineered and structured like i would even venture to say that like pharrell in his later career makes pop oh 100 percent. pharrell makes pop music lemon is a pop song which one is Lemon? Now, don't get me the lion. Um, I go. I pull up and I'm gonna. You could get it in a lemon. Oh. Uh, I do I know lyrics. I swear. I just yeah. not that. One. Yeah, I think that's a, a a rap song. That's a rap song. Okay. Oh, but but happy is a pop song. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That, I'm, that too, makes I'm sense. too sexy. I'm too sexy. They were talking, but that's a pop song. The um, the like '90s song. I think it's yeah, yeah. The like I'm too sexy from uh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a that's a pop song. Well, also because of the the chorus. Yeah. I'm a model. Yeah, one you're like okay, like, sure, sure. One of them dudes is like hella racist or something. I don't know. It would not. So I would. Uh, it would not be surprised. Okay. We were talking about music, and we just fucking. I know we haven't. Around. We haven't done. We haven't done any of our like trademark deep dives in so long. So long. Um. But you know, the the new music that I'm consuming, it's very difficult lately for something to really stick with me. Jaguar Two is getting uh, heavy-ish rotation for that me? was the album that i that was my most played album i i love her so much and like the spiteful person in me is deeply deeply charmed by 
I'm, did you hear all this bullshit that like her mm-hmm. team submitted her to perform at the MTV VMAs and they were like, oh, you're And they said it wasn't her moment. And then the Grammy it's said- It's your motherfucking moment. <laughs> the Grammy said, don't worry, sis, we got you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The Grammy nominations for the first time in a long time have made me very excited. Like, I Alex got that. two nominations. Alex Coco, mm-hmm. whose little EP was real cute. It was very um, cute. For me, like something having replay value for me doesn't necessarily affect how I feel about the project. It's just hard for me to love something these days. Mm-hmm. I'm just in a spiral of like, I think this chapter of my life is, and I think this, I have closed this chapter and moving into the next one. It was revisiting past versions of me mm-hmm. and loving and honoring them. Come on. Um, this haircut, I've n- I don't fully. I it's been, I'm it's obsessed been, with it. You all can't see it on I, camera, but I'm a <laughs> I am a a stan of the new haircut. It's been since I was a sophomore in high school that I rocked this particular look. Um. And that girl shopped out of her boyfriend's closet and Miller's Outpost only. Girl, Miller's butch. Outpost? Yeah, she was very butch. She loved a baggy jean and a striped tee. Loved. Oh, my God. And a, and a deep, slick back pony. Like, so slick. <laughs> so back. <laughs> uh, she was leaving her... Uh, 40 Spice era mm-hmm. and slowly sliding into her Scary Spice era. Uh, so this moment for me right now is about embracing my toxicity. Giving you everything. Further, fully, All the fully joy you bring. More. This I swear. Yes. <laughs> Listen. Um, and I have realized that it isn't me. It isn't me. And the things that are me, I'm going to devote so much of my energy to try to change. That sounds and there are like things a beautiful that are meditation me. at this point of the year. I have a deep abandonment wound, twin. And uh, I decided about a month ago that I needed to root it out. What was causing it? What, what was it? Um, and I think I got most of it out. So now we are starting the healing process, I think. I know that's right. Uh, doing the doing the work is hard. Like yeah. I have, I cried in the shower after I dug out my abandonment wound, and I realized. And off mic, we can talk about specifics, but there have been two situations romantically mm-hmm. that have pretty much shaped the way that I am currently feeling. One of them is very recent in this calendar year, and one goes way way back to right around the time we first met. And I believe that ultimately they've resulted in my ego being bruised and me feeling embarrassed. But no human who knows me has ever been like, you should be embarrassed. Zero. And also the first person, he is a great person. Many people I know still know him. And I feel like a lot of people chose because of the what went down between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And I feel a little bit like I wish people could have still remained friends with him, even though he embarrassed the fuck out of me. <laughs> but like all's well that ends well, right? 
Yeah. We weren't supposed I mean, to mostly. be together. Yeah, we weren't supposed to be together. I was clearly not his type. He went on to, but it wasn't him. It was the situation right after him that embarrassed the fuck out of me. Because while I was going through the wound of that situation, somebody got close to me and was like, oh, yuck, fuck him. And then ended up dating him for several years. So that part broke me in half. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what the definition of grimy is. Baby, baby. And I realized that I was holding a lot of hostility toward him. When the blame was on no one, really, but I felt so embarrassed by her actions. Yeah, of course. Of course. But I was blaming. How could you not be? But I was putting all of that on him. And he really didn't owe me anything. We weren't like a couple. We were on a date. We hung out. We hung out. It's true. We hung out. We were friends. Um, and then the other one, I don't want to talk about at all, but. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it, I was like, oh, I'm done dating. I never want to date again. I'm off the bench. I'm fucking off the apps. And then as soon as I started to put myself out there again, I was like, never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not healed this uh, abandonment wound yet. And I don't, I shouldn't do this. But now I have a new, uh, uh, dating for me right now is about fun. I am looking for companionship. I am looking to do things with someone that I like who also I want to kiss them on the mouth and touch their butt. (laughs) We don't have to be life partners. We don't have to be exclusive. We don't need a title. I just want to touch somebody's butt. Kiss them in the mouth. Yes. And go out. And go outside. And then I want another one who maybe we don't go outside. Oh. Ever. You You want an inside friend and an outside friend. And I, I have, <laughs> let me not. <laughs> yes. I want a couple outside friends and I want an inside friend. I still want to be married. I still want a primary partner, a nesting partner. Just maybe not right now. That feels like a very beautifully expansive, like, I don't mean evolved in terms of like, I feel like that word sometimes feels a little, um, paternalistic in terms of like assessing but so I don't mean that but I just mean like Mm -hmm. it feels evolved out of respect of the things that you have learned and discovered about like what your needs are and that feels like really exciting yeah it's also this thing of like I was afraid that time was running out for me because I feel like I'm probably at my peak but that's Girl, so says untrue. Who? It's so untrue. It's so untrue. I have, you know, I spent some time with my mother's best friend, my godmother, who is uh, in her 60s. And I watched the way men regard her. And I was like, oh, you mean to tell me I'm going to have that ice, that fire for another like 20, 30 years? Right. And it becomes so much more effort, effortless as you age. Like, I, I'm i not wearing makeup these days. And sometimes I feel like I look tired. Like, last night at the movies, I definitely look like somebody's fucking suburban cat lady <laughs> who just uh-uh. don't have no friends and uh-uh. came to the movies by herself. on a hat and some sweats and came to the movies by herself. But sometimes, especially when I'm wearing my Puerto Vallarta's, I look like a different kind of lady. 
you look a little different outside your work clothes. Outside my work clothes. But yeah, I just, I don't think that time is a factor because another light bulb moment. Some people are attracted to older women. Some people are attracted to women regardless of their age. I'm always afraid to get scammed. Like some dude wanting me because he's homeless or because, and I do mean homeless, not unhoused. Um, and wait, what's the difference? I don't know that I am educated. To me, to me, unhoused is a person who, as a result of capitalism, societal woes, mental illness, drug abuse, does not have a place to, does not have a place to live. Uh Homeless, homeless to me is a wandering vagabond who for a multitude of reasons cannot sustain some a place to live and and most and, and are able-bodied and capable to do so like do you mean like a hobosexual yes exactly. oh okay yes yes okay gotcha. um or looking for a sugar mama i tweeted and deleted which i love doing lately because sometimes i'm not that girl no more it's I'm, not, I'm not the you same bitch i was yeah i'm not the same bitch i was 12 hours ago um like on the sites i this is gonna expose me i i often do not match with people who are extremely um attractive in air quotes like traditionally attractive because i'm like "Mm, catfish they want something and one time i did just to like test my theory and he sent me a couple of messages and he was like i'm gonna be he was like can i be honest with you about my situation i'm like of course. Like, what else are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I'm looking for a sugar mama. And oh. I just wanted to be like, me too, friend. Oh. And so there's got to be some more ego death because all of my insecurities result in me not wanting to feel embarrassed. Like, if my mate is somebody that that society deems too attractive for me, am I going to feel embarrassed or some shit like that? But who is too attractive for me? Nobody. Nobody. Oh, wait, can I sing that? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's okay. It's Keith's way. You're like, like, oh, shit, shit, shit. Potential abuser. (laughs) Shit. Anyway, that's all. That that makes me really happy um, because as a person who loves you as deeply as I do and for as long as I have and will continue to don't do that we're already here sorry um (laughs) it you know nothing makes me happier than the idea y'all have been waiting not not even that but just like you deserve you deserve a safe place to put your heart and i think you know black women have had to be which is shitty and sad and terrible the most resilient human beings on the face of this earth because like literally everything like society economically socioculturally is like meant to destroy you and i fucking hate that um and i have witnessed the ways that you have like picked yourself back up again because you can't keep a good bitch down for long a a good bitch might get down but she's not gonna stay down I think that's going to be our new sign-off for 2024, too. Yeah, yeah. A good bitch might get down, Listen. but she won't stay down. Um, <laughs> I think it should be one of us saying, you can't keep a good bitch down, and the other one of us saying, 
not for long. I love it. I love it. <laughs> See, we're doing live pre-production on the damn podcast. Listen, listen. Because um, we know this is the day the Lord has made. We know. We know. We know. We know. It's time for a new, a new sign-off in our second yeah. decade. Yes. As Amen. we move to quarterly podcasts. Amen. <laughs> when you get three a year. Uh, um, but yeah, no, that 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 gives me such joy. Um so good. And you know, the other thing too that I, I feel like doesn't get said enough is there is a particular kind of bravery that like is is not just about exposing the innermost parts of your own feelings, but that it, it becomes like, uh, it lights the path for somebody else, you know? Because yeah. I, I, I do feel really sad about, I mean, <laughs> end of sentence. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. You can't keep a good <laughs> bitch down. <laughs> not for long. <laughs> See you in 2027. Um, no, but I, I, I do feel really sad about the way that I, I perceive um, social media and reality television, like really shifting the way that we give ourselves permission to feel. And like mm. one of the things that I have kind of enjoyed about Naked Attraction as a television show, like I, I actually, Come on. I'm curious in the sort of like anthropological unpacking of um, Western culture in like 10 years, what Naked Attraction will do as an antidote to The Bachelor mm-hmm. and Too Hot to Handle and all of that. And mm-hmm. and it's not like you do capture some like real live disappointment from people in like very vulnerable positions, both like physically and emotionally. But I, I just like, I think we've, we've gone too far in our sort of optimization, like in our quest to optimize ourselves and that like, we're not giving ourselves permission to feel. We're not totally giving ourselves mm-hmm. permission to have difficult, vulnerable conversations from a place where we like ask for what we need. Um, mm. And no one is really modeling that. And and the other thing I've learned, people lie in therapy. People lie in therapy. <laughs> people lie to themselves. If they're going to lie to themselves, they are absolutely going to lie to you. And I think one of my fatal flaws, especially in romantic relationship, is believing the shit that people yeah. tell you. When you can see with your own eyes yeah. that they are lying to themselves. Yeah. Of course they're going to lie to you. Yeah. So, you know, it, people lie in therapy. And I think there is something really beautiful and brave about the fact that, like, you can own your journey and, like, yeah. speak with pride in process about where you are and how you're, like... I, I think that will be deeply meaningful for lots of people. And so I'm very proud to sit on this microphone across from you every, you know, seven weeks. Uh. <laughs> you know what it is? Uh, Cause last year I was like, I'm going to decenter romance. I'm going to work on. Yeah. I remember you know, the, I declare things. moratorium phase. Yeah, yeah, man. So for me, it's, I've come back to the way that society has fucked with single women has been so harmful to us because first of all, it's, you want to be married. Marriage is the prize. Mm -hmm. You have to work toward, even like, especially in church, you've got all this single woman training to be a wife. Like some women don't want to be a wife. Correct. Number one. Um, But then there, but then you see these examples of marriages where people are annoyed by each other and they complain. And like one of my favorite, my new favorite uh, white lady podcast, I've had it. 
their oh my god i have only seen them on instagram reels and i'm obsessed so that brought me to their podcast and i am obsessed i've been listening every week um i fucking love it um but their complaint was that people don't understand complex emotions and and jen was like i love my husband but lately i've been having homicidal thoughts about him and like here's the thing i get it there are people that i love that sometimes i would like to slap the fuck out of but i love them Mm -hmm. but i think the difference is in your group chat at brunch with your friends occasionally a little quib on social media feels normal a normal amount of complaining but a, a lot of times when I see married people, all they do is complain. They hate their life. Mm-hmm. They hate their spouse. They feel encumbered by their children. It's like all of these responsibilities they have feel like they are weighing them down. But you have exactly the life that you chose to have. In a way, I don't feel that I've chosen to be single. But in a lot of ways, you I have, actually you have. You have because you I, absolutely could have settled and been miserable with number one, number two, number, number four, number seven. Any number, yeah. And I, and I feel like realizing that this is, has been my choice, the benefit of it is learning to love my life as is. Because this is it, girls. There's no dress rehearsal. Like, this is it. If I'm not satisfied with this, how am I going to be satisfied with the other thing I want? I mean, you could like the life you live in. You could live the life you, you could like. Live the li- you could even marry Harry and mess, and mess, around, mess around with God. Isaac. Listen. It's good, isn't it? It's grand. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Class. class <laughs> Whatever happened and, to class. Class and uh, the song we were just quoting, I can't Nowadays. Right now. We'll preach if you let <laughs> Wait, did you hear? Did we, I don't know if we talked about this. Did you hear in the Britney Spears um, book that somebody wrote <laughs> that, she, that Michelle Williams uh, um, quoted? Both shares, both shares. Um, that she was offered a role in Chicago. That doesn't surprise me because it's, that Broadway production is designed for everyone to come yeah, on. Yeah, sure, sure. But like, who do you think it was? Which role? Yeah. Oh, mm, uh, ooh, ooh. Uh-huh. Because, because, uh-huh. because, 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 because. Anne Riken is a dancer, period. A dancer dances. And, and Roxy does not necessarily have to be a dancer. Roxy She shouldn't is, be a dancer. Is Dina. If Dina can sing, Effie's arc doesn't make sense. Come on, dramaturgy. If Roxy can dance, then why does she need to kill Oliver. Old Boy to be a celebrity? Thank you. Velma's arc don't make no sense. Well, actually, it's, yeah, no, because Velma's whole thing is like, this bitch is terrible. <laughs> this the marquee bitch performer. Has no like, I'm the marquee performer. What the fuck? Y'all are only liking her because she's young and pretty. Y'all only like Dina because she's skinny and light skinned. If Dina can sing, well, no, because Cheryl Lee Ralph. Oh, sure, 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 sure. But in the movie and and in every subsequent production, they always cast a light skin. Which is wild to me. But colorism is a conversation for February. Mm -hmm. You said a colorism Um, for February? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) 
I wish I could have made that homophobic to round out the truth. <laughs> Sorry is a word that ugly people use. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you who are less than five oh years in, I'm so sorry, but this will always be the inside joke and I'm not apologizing. <laughs> Ever. And I'm, I don't care if I ran over his toe. I can't believe he asked for a cigarette, a ride, and then money. Like, in that order. In that order. (laughs) He's like, and the fact that he kept asking when the responses were no. Because to me, if I was, like, trying to get shit, I would have started with the big shit. Hey, can I get a ride? No. Okay, cool. How about some bus fare? No. Okay, then a cigarette? But he was like, can I get a cigarette? No. No. That's the end. That's the I'm not going to, if I'm not giving you a cigarette, maybe he thought, they don't have no cigarettes. Because we didn't. But obviously he thought we did. Why he asked us? Sure. If we have but a also, cigarette. like, why try to get in the car, too, bro? Bruh. Bruh. When he put his hand on my fucking, no, door handle, that's exactly where the tables turned. Because uh, No, no. Because he was leaning. Yeah. Like, in the window, trying yeah. to get in the car. Like, Good. Sir, move. sir, you gotta go. You have to move. Move out the I way. Know what the fuck we were talking about. Britney Spears in Chicago. Uh, uh, I would. My first instinct is to say Roxy, depending on who the Velma is. I because I re-listened to uh the soundtrack a couple of weeks ago. Um, it does sound like Renee Zellweger's vocal performance is yeah. like she was coached to sound like Britney. Britney. Mm-hmm. But I honestly like, I don't know that she could have sung Velma. Yeah. Uh, maybe because one thing in her prime that people do take away from Britney Jean are her vocals. But Britney Jean is my always camera's and off forever. because uh, the thing told you my camera's <laughs> off, but if it was on, the- Britney Jean is the son of Janet Demita Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's no lies Period. there. Period. So, however you feel about that, translate it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> With all due respect, because Janet is the father of all the girls, in my opinion. Truly. She's the father of, of Britney. She's the father of Sierra. She, right. I would actually, I would actually say Michael is Beyonce's father. Michael, yes. and Tina, Michael's her father, and Tina's her mother. Tina and um James. What a name! Who? James. No, um, Diana. Oh, she doesn't really give me Diana Ross though. To me, the park and bark first section of the concert. Not sure. the vocal quality, but sure. the whole essence. Sure, 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 sure. Sure, yeah, sure, sure, sure. The laying in the in the Venus shell. That's sure. That's okay, Diana. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with yeah. you. Um. Okay. Hey, boo. Yeah, let's do it. I'll go. Um, Gary Payton too. Wait, what? Who is GP2, Gary Payton. Oh, you don't know that there's wow. a whole new I'm Gary lit. Payton? He played, he's played on the Warriors for like 
I don't know, two, three years. Wow. Okay. Well, drag me. Oh, wow. Well, he's out indefinitely with a torn calf. And it was just as he was coming back from another injury. Draymond was coming back from suspension. And it just looked like we were about to collect the magic again. And he got hurt in the same game as Chris Paul getting hurt. And then we won on the other day. And now I just don't know how to feel. We are eliminated from the motherfucking in-season tournament. Um, but this is not about that. This is his birthday was the other day. This is not skeet based whatsoever. Um, but he is 31. He's a grown man. But Gary Payton Sue is my Kabu. And please get well soon, not for the sake of our season, but for the sake of his career. Because we're rooting for you, young black man. We are all rooting for you. I did not know you had been playing on the Warriors for many seasons. I haven't done like <laughs> a, a deep roster check. Like I, I remember when I was definitely in my sportscaster bag days because, yeah. you know, truth be told, I was really trying to be um, the next Dick Button. Like I was trying to be like on the Olympics talking about like, yeah, right. this young right. person from Cataluma High School, you right. know, I was they really trying to be that. They definitely need you in tennis because everyone who calls tennis is a fucking hater. <laughs> Who's that lady? Mary? She Mary Carrillo is a hater. She yes. shut the fuck up sometimes. <laughs> Mary Carrillo is a fucking like world-class hater. <laughs> I don't even watch tennis like that. And every time I used to watch her call a match, I'm like, what the fuck is her problem? I remember watching, there, there are two, you know, obviously history will go down to say that Serena Williams is the greatest human being to touch a tennis racket. And her oh. twenty and two record against that lady who took drugs to beat her and still couldn't. Um, not a rival. <laughs> not a rival. But there were two matches that shaped that entire rivalry. Um, the two thousand five Australian Open semifinal, when Sharapova had uh, been on the other side, shaking hands with Serena two times in a row. I won't say beat her, but you know, <laughs> with Serena lost matches. to her twice. Um, yeah. Uh, and then the 2007 Australian Open final where Serena like exercised her soul from that lady. Um, yeah. <laughs> but there was in the 2005 semifinal, Serena whooped her ass. Like, uh, Sherpa had three match points, and on two of the match points, Serena hit like dead cold winners. And mm. there's one where she like looks at her afterwards, like, bitch, I fucking dare you. <laughs> I dare you. Ho. I but after the match, Mary Carilla was like, well, Sharapova was the better player, but Sari I was just like, bitch, she lost. <laughs> also, uh, what? How is she the better player? <laughs> Girl, go somewhere. Shut the fuck up. Please, sometimes. Um, Please. But, you know, so I haven't, I, I haven't, like, been reading stat sheets and all that because, you know, I have Well, in the first game of the season, when I was like, who the fuck who are is these this? people? I was like, oh, I need to probably pay attention. <laughs> who is this? Um, but they're, uh, speaking of tennis, uh, and I would like to give the blame. It's been a while since I've mentioned his name. I would like to give the blame to my mortal enemy. Um, wow. for constantly reminding me that this young tennis player from France is 19 years old. Oh, because you're a, a, a prevert? I am not. A I am keto. not. I'm not. I, appre I appreciate seeing another young black tennis player playing well. Um, mm -hmm. I think the UK feels differently about that, too, because the other negative <laughs> thing is they're like, 
everyone is over 18 and sometimes the person will be 19 and the person picking is like 35. I'm like, y'all didn't think this was inappropriate. They were like, no, 18, let's go. Like, are y'all sure? This seems a little... But usually the person is like, they look young. Then she'll be like, this is 19-year-old shopkeeper. And the person's like, okay, cool. That was correct. Because I was was confused. I had a confusion. Um, but the, I'm, I'm actually really nervous about what's happening with professional tennis. Um, when Sinclair Media bought Tennis Channel, it sort of, uh, reduced the access to matches on television. And now I think because the, they like next generation finals, which is like an end of year tournament for all the people under 21 to like get some points and momentum or whatever, it's in the country where they behead journalists. And mm. there are like more conversations between that country and both tennis tours. And I'm like, oh God, I, I, capitalism will be the undoing of all of us. And I just like wish that it wasn't happening as quickly as it was. Um, but go Arthur, um, do a good job and we'll see you in Australia because- What's his name? Arthur Fies. Um, okay. The French pronun- the French pronunciation pronunciation is Arthur because mm-hmm. they're just extra over there. But what, how do you spell his last name? F I L S, like Monfils, but just oh. no Mon. Okay. Hey boo. Yeah. Um, Meanwhile, on... it is not oh, okay. skeet based because okay, I haven't. <laughs> you're not calling the people after now, me. Now, now let me look. Second, Arthur, who came up after the, the car came. Images, please. Oh yeah, he's very young. He's cute, but he's young. I also, very young. He's cute. A uh, cute little, cute little boy. Um, I had also wrote down a name for this segment that is entirely skeet based, but Ooh, I can't okay. pronounce it. I can't pronounce it whatsoever. He is a soccer player. He was playing, he plays, he, he plays for Brentford. Hmm. Mm. Maybe. His name is Brian Girl. Uh, I will spell that last name for you. M-B-E-U-M-O. Okay. B-R-Y-A-N. He is also very young how young um he's uh, <laughs> let's say he's 24 oh girl he's old he's very uh tra- listen officer jalen she is Hurst, right over there listen jalen Hurst, down to the playground megan the stallion and this young man right here is gonna like i would never in real life date a person whose age started with the number two. Correct. I am slowly trying not to date anyone whose age starts with the number three. Okay, okay. But for whatever reason, the men age 35 to 38 to 39 are really uh, into me right now. But I'm not uh, saying that I would do sexual acts with this human being. I saw his face and I said, he is a very beautiful. He's a very beautiful man. Okay. You're just appreciating God's handiwork. 
is old. Oh, is old. well, that, that there is no, there is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Now, Jalen Hurts should challenge the things that I think about him. That very much so. Maybe I. I can't even catch my breath. Oh my God. Go on a watch list or something. <laughs> Somebody because said that... this man needs a hater, and I'm first in line. <laughs> first in line. I'm first in line. He's twenty. Out of it. He's twenty five. Disgusts me. It disgusts me. Oh Which no. A, a full grown adult, fucking Leonardo DiCaprio, is getting away with it, and he's a, 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 a smooch older than I am. Wow, so, that is a he young is technically man. he is technically an adult. He can do almost everything that adults can do. I think he can. He can rent a car. That's the final hurdle. The only thing he cannot do that I was just able to do last year is run for president. Correct. Correct. But Jalen Hurts, Megan the Stallion is a small child as well. How old is she? She's 28. Oh, oh, mm, that's okay. See, I wouldn't, I could, I just couldn't. Myself, personally. I don't think it's illegal. Oh, yeah, I no, I, I, there, there couldn't be anything meaningful. Maybe, you know, all 28 and created equal is what they tell you. This is my thing. It is not about our situation. It is about a pattern of behavior. For me, the Leonardo DiCaprio thing is weird. To me, it's very weird because he only dates twenty-five-year-old women. That's the part that is strange. I think he dumps them at twenty-five, right? Like that's the oldest he will date. For me, uh, Al Pacino situation where he at seventy-something years old met this twenty-nine-year-old lady and had a baby. Like I don't. I mean, so <laughs> I don't know that I care about that. But if Al Pacino for the last. 30 years had only dated 25 year old women i'd be like okay that's a little odd to me wait have you seen this not illegal have you seen this this aretha franklin clip where they're asking her this question they're like what's the hardest part of your day and she's like hmm for me (laughs) (laughs) every time you say that of course that's all i can hear (laughs) Just like the idea of thinking about Aretha Franklin being a cougar. She's like, hmm, for me. Yeah, yeah. That May-December thing, it becomes more and more close to my being my reality. And, like, I don't fault anyone who dates someone younger. It's it's just, like, it's not really my business, to be honest. Grooming, we can't have a conversation about grooming because nobody really wants to have that conversation. No, because Because there are a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that I love and respect who probably were grooming people, if we're being honest. But the May-December thing is, it's funny because you always see it is as like the older person is either desperate or getting played or the younger person is being manipulated and there's no gray area right. to it. And there's always some gray, but I just... As long as everybody is consenting and nobody's being like abused or manipulated, I don't really yeah, care. Exactly. I would never have opportunity to even look at Jalen Hurts close enough to speak to him. You so. don't know that. And if I did, I don't believe the result of that would be us dating. All I'm saying, you don't he know is that. very fine. That's yeah. all I'm saying. He's fine. 
you have All no right. idea. Me, yeah. Meanwhile, on Twitter. Oh, thank God. I've been waiting. This one's good too, girl. Um, so this one is not actually the tweet that I'm in reference to. It's the fucking did y'all hear that little sound? I hate that sound, but that scroll sound. sound. Uh that you, if you pull down on Twitter and refresh, it goes even if your phone is on silent, like oh, it's, no. I it's regardless of like sound off, whatever. I hate it. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. This beautiful young black woman posted a picture of her sitting on a bed with a orange dress on and some boots. And she's very pretty. Very pretty. I'm going to send you the photo so you may see. And it says, I mean, it's giving a little bit. Hug emoji. Okay. She's quote tweeting the, the one of the newer memes where it's I'm like, I'm scared. Trust. I'm scared. No, where it's like, trust men or do X, Y, Z. Or turn into Trevor, so whatever his name is. Right. So this one was, trust men or have an hourglass body. So she reposted and said, "It's. I mean, it's giving a little bit, hug emoji. Someone named Amelia underscore Davies 09 said, it's giving nothing, crying, laughing Ooh. emoji. Shall we go to the tape? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's go. Uh, okay. Amelia, a white woman, that's important to note here, 198 quotes. Uh, you've been getting cooked for two days straight. So this is the most recent. Somebody um, grabbed a picture of her and put it alongside one of those like claymation figures with the bulged out eyes and the fucked up lips. They said, bruh, why do y'all lips look like they hurt? <laughs> and then someone said she didn't lie, though. Of course, a black man said that. Uh, oh. It's always the crunchy one's got something to say in a Ooh. picture of her like squatted down with her booty to the mirror taking a selfie. Ooh. You know, good and well, she finna show this thread to the coon, K-U with the umlaut, H-N. She's fucking, and they'll share a laugh before he blows her back out. Ooh. Oh, like you squatting, trying to take an ass pick, gave nothing, like have Ooh. several seats. Ooh-uh. Um, take your white ass back to the trailer park eight miles. Wow. <laughs> so mean. Same complexion as uncooked chicken and talking shit. Stay out of black people business. Oh my God. There's a, someone screenshot a picture of her like arching her back super hard to take a mirror pic to show her ass. And he said, you was giving yourself back pain. <laughs> Uh, your feet a little dusty and you're pinned. <laughs> wow. Another black man. She's not wrong. Oh, shorty got Dollar Tree cleaner, a half a bottle of mouthwash, no toothbrush, two empty water bottles, and degree men's deodorant, and a whole missing light bulb in this picture. Jesus talking Christ. about what ain't giving. Come on now. They said, God damn, you getting cooked uh we could say the same for you since you're giving yourself damn your lord lord what is this lordosis to look i don't like even know what that means hourglass. 
body. I don't either. <laughs> I want more people to be accountable for the consequences of giving mids positive attention. This got to be a burner account because ain't no way fucking Kaylin from Team Mom is acting like this. Wow. Oh, they cooking your ass with a gif of a marshmallow getting roasted. <laughs> <laughs> Lizard skin, please shut up. Oh. They in the quotes. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh no, y'all. She left Earth. <laughs> they in the quotes saying like <laughs> Taught you how to roar. <laughs> oh, meanwhile, you look like a moist rat. Oh, oh shit. Oh, my God. Just like your dry ass hair is. <laughs> and the one that was getting me is they put a side to side pick of her and the Beauty and the Beast uh, live action television show no. shot of Ron Perlman. No. This is, but see, the thing is, I think people actually like getting roasted on the internet. Yeah, there's a screenshot that somebody posted like, I'm not falling for this hot take. This is a humiliation. <laughs> There's so many black men telling her that she didn't lie. Yikes. Yeah. You have raw ramen noodle hair. Invest in some moisturizer. Oh, no. You must have been bored with life, LOL. Why did you go out of your way to get cooked? Like, what happened in your life that you needed to say three words plus an emoji to the wrong core of people? You don't love yourself, I'm convinced. Seems like you the one getting served for Thanksgiving. Um, laughing my ass off, Anko hold you. You not even mid, more like below average, you feel me? Oh no. They got pictures of the Night King. No. Um, is it Gollum? From Lord of the Rings? Yeah. Jesus. The one who's like my precious. Or is that Schmeagle? I don't know them. It's people. Gollum. Okay. <sighs> Meanwhile on Twitter. Yippee Kayo, Yippee Kaye. That's Wow. Mm -hmm. You look and smell like tilapia. Uh... <laughs> it's such a clear image, too. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so the girl is not ugly. She definitely needs a, um, 
a hair, a new hair routine because our curls are crunched. You know, some, yeah, that, I mean, there was, there was a phase where people were very much into the crunchy curls, but we have moved. Yeah. Moving on. Break the curl cast, Velma. You're definitely giving Crystal Methodist. (laughs) Oh my God. I would simply pass away. (laughs) Um, Speaking of pass away, we got to watch Ron DeSantis. Girl. Girl. In front of all of us. Girl. (sighs) The thing is, I actually think he has enough of a humiliation kink that he's going to stay in the race until the end. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And then he'll go crawling to Trump and beg to be his running mate. Yeah. I don't know why people think that the Democrats should primary Joe Biden because especially because the entire I, time There is there is there is one well, I won't say there's one reason, but there's a pretty there's a pretty big reason that I think a lot of people Oh yeah, sure, sure, a hundred percent. But wait, um, say it on happen. three. One, One, two, two three. three. The war. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not, uh, but also his, but also his age. Oh. But, but you know, yes. Only like three years younger than him. Okay. I know. Um, listen, I don't. Whatever your convictions are, great. But like, I've just always been like, what's the other option? Give us the other option, sis. What, what are we doing? And like, who are we mm-hmm. putting our votes in mass to? Like, who's the candidate that we think is going to win? And I think that the Democratic Party like could do a bit more listening to the people. But I also think that the people, quote unquote, who are complaining are not Democrats. Some of them don't even vote. So like, I don't know. That to how. me is the thing that always itches my booty hole. Is like you're doing all of this, but like. <laughs> Did you vote, and not in the presidential election, but did you vote, like, for the local council person? Yeah. Yeah. But to me, everybody's saying, like, this should have been, or was the Democratic Party, like, auditioning um, Gavin. But the whole time, Gavin was like, Biden-Harris, Biden-Harris administration, the Biden-Harris administration. So I don't think that he's... No. Auditioning. He's not... not, Primary. he's, He's playing his position. I, I do think yeah. he will make a great president. Yeah. But, but he's not, not running in 2024. Now. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, it would be interesting to me if the Democrats did come up with a viable candidate and tried to primary Joe Biden, but I don't think they will. Well, it's just, it's so, it, 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 the thing that frustrates me the most is that the only party who really cares about norms is the sort of like capital D corporate Democratic Party. And yeah. It is, it, it, it is counter to norms in a moment where a president isn't, like, embattled with, like, scandal and things to put forth a nom- to put forth a, a primary challenge to them. Right. And it's also historically, you want a two-term presidency because the first four years, you're kind of just working out kinks, especially when you've gone from party to party. And the second four years is when you actually can, like, try to get some work done. Correct. So... It's not going to happen. Um, but I say all that to say, I just recently spent some time in Florida. And on its face, it's just like any other place, right? Like, people are generally kind uh, to each other. Like, actually really kind to each other. Um, I did go to a church. And oh, you went to the House of the Lord. Twice. Okay. Went inside. Um, 
it was we'll talk about that another time mm-hmm. but um there was somebody wearing a let's go brandon hat and i don't know if the parent was like take that off but it did come off by the time the pastor stepped on the pulpit so mm-hmm. um but then i went to daytona beach to a flea market and it was like the i was like this is america this is america and i i i have found it interesting to watch people defend Israel, I'm not whatever side, whatever. I'm I'm not on a side as much as I'm on like, what the fuck is the point of all this death and destruction and killing? Um, but for me, I'm like, it's a pretty decent side. To I be would, on. huh? That's a pretty decent side yeah. to be on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't connect with people having this strong nationalism or Zionism or whatever you want to call it because I don't feel like a proud American and my trip to Florida solidified that. Like I am proud to be able to speak freely on this podcast about the government and whatever. And I know that that is a privilege that we get living in this country. We, based on what it costs, Mm -hmm. I don't know sometimes because the, the whole like freedom to say what we want and, not live under the fear of war and whatever but there's other things that we live in fear of living here especially us being black folks um but i don't unless it's the olympics or the world cup and that's generally only the women i'm never going to be like america america fuck yeah (laughs) so i don't understand people like draping themselves in a flag and being like they started it and taking a sense of pride and feeling attacked because people are saying war is bad. Like it doesn't, to me, I'm finding a hard time correlating war is bad to I am anti-Semitic. I mean, you know, I, I, the thing I have said and will continue to say, which (laughs) you will hate um, because of who I got this from, but we have to like, we have to maintain the rigor of of the situation. Like this is not a simple like geopolitics are not simple there is no zero sum answer to any of these questions it actually takes like profound adultness and and real compromise and understanding that like anti-semitic thought has never really gone away in the history of western society and we do need to create a space where people of all faiths are free to live in peace Agreed. without yes. occupation but mm-hmm. people of all faiths means people of all faiths. And yes. there is there is a there is greater nuance. It's not a zero sum game. There's greater nuance in conversations of how you talk about terrorist groups. And like yes. again, a lot of people I should say not enough people working in government understand or at least purport to understand anything about anthropology. And like how some of a lot of these groups are in response to state-sponsored violence that has been enacted on their land over time. And it's not justifying yes. it at all, but it's understanding there's a root cause to this. And we can't actually, like, this was, this is violence created by violence. So more mm-hmm. violence to solve the violence only begets more violence. Yeah. It, it it makes me very, very not hopeful for us being able to solve this, especially like when you see 
the comments that Juliana Margulies made. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, I wish everybody will shut the fuck up and let the grownups handle it. And when I say the grownups, yeah. a lot of those people aren't working in government. And, yeah. you know, that that also is, like, deeply, deeply sad that the people who are in charge of these decisions at least speak publicly like morons. And that does not yeah. give me much hope for this being solved soon yeah. with less bloodshed or with any sort of meaningful progress towards peace. Yeah, and I think that anti-Semitism is an ugly, evil thing. It's a huge problem in our country and throughout the world. I think Jewish people have every right to to feel the way that they feel about things that are anti-Semitic. Um, I, I feel the same way about Islamophobia. I, I don't think that is okay either. Or anti-Blackness. Um, or anti-Blackness or uh, homophobia. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Let's, let's go. I'm how, done. I'm, how can done. I be I'm done being abused. What does Sharon, Sharon Osbourne say? How can I be racist about anything? <laughs> How can I? Again, shout out to Rod Carrick. Um, okay, well, yes, this has been great. We should come back because I have so many things to say. After we see Renaissance, we should jump on the Patreon and talk about that because I have so many things to fucking do. Par, par, par. Right, hey, this is what I want to see. <laughs> um, all right. The listen, you can't keep a good bitch down. Not for long. Bye. 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 Thank you.